Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I'm sick and tired of being steamrolled. Whatever. Get to the episode. Uh, 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 testing one two three. <laughs> this isn't how we're starting the episode, is it? Hi, my name is Cody Creighton, and I'm sitting here with Stephanie James, and we are two hosts on a local podcast called Topa Talk. Yes. Are you happy facts. now? Are you happy now? <laughs> the most inauthentic facts, opening? Facts, facts, facts. I wish you'd stop calling me that. You know, that's a trigger word for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, the Welcome sweat, the beat of sweat. Just Topa Talk. Do you remember, did you ever see... Um, oh, we're loud. Okay. Did you ever see the Jimmy Fallon episode where he was interviewing RuPaul no and RuPaul was like you're or Jimmy Fallon was like you're the most you're the most famous drag queen and RuPaul goes drag queen and like looks all pissed and you could <sighs> see Jimmy Fallon like the color the sweat mo- like leave his face you could see the fear in his eyes like what have I done how have I offended him yeah um and then it was a joke. RuPaul laughed and he was like, I'm the queen of drag. I'm not a drag queen. Uh, but like Jimmy Fallon really thought he did something wrong. And Jimmy Fallon, you could see his career end. Right. Like flash between. It was, it's, I, I encourage you to look that up on YouTube. That's hilarious. It was so funny. And also wouldn't be career ending if he got that wrong. No, but you could Should just see be. he was like, this is going to be a problem for me. <laughs> Wait. Damn. Okay. So we're already talking about it. We might as well talk about the Netflix stuff. I feel like it's oh, yeah. a segue. Yeah. I just, I actually don't know much about it except for the fact that Dave Chappelle said really awful things about the trans community and really downplaying their experience and not being empathetic. And um, there's a huge. Well, do you know ver- verbatim nope. what he said? I don't. Neither do I. But all I know is that their Netflix doesn't give a fuck apparently, and they fired the person who's in charge of. I guess there's a department. Netflix must be so huge. There's a whole department to take care of trans people at Netflix. Well, yeah, like, that's a department. Yeah, that's and I, wild. It's part of their HR department, I'm sure. Yeah, I just think that's a huge company. I think you and I are in the same. Like we have the same amount of knowledge on this issue. Yeah, I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan. I've been thinking about this all morning. I've never been a fan. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, I've never disliked him, but I've never even I couldn't. I've never seen any of his stuff. So I've watched like the Chappelle show probably eight times through. I've watched all of his stand-ups multiple times. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. He's been poking this bear for a long time. One of his last stand-ups got some flack in the LGBTQ AI community and, um. So I'm having a different experience with it because yeah. it's someone that I want to show grace to because <laughs> I really respect him and love him and think yeah. that he's kind of a genius. And so I need to watch the stand up and like form my own opinions. But that's what I kind of want to talk about today is like I it's I'm in this weird area of like I want to respect and believe and trust the trans experience Mm -hmm. and they're shouting about it the people at least the people working at Netflix are shouting about it and I see some other trans people shouting about it and if it's making them feel unsafe I have to trust that and believe that right Right. that's what but that's kind of what we've been talking about with everything black lives matters everything right it's like you have to trust their experience because I cannot understand their experience i can to an an amount but i'll never understand it you know right and so i'm like challenging myself to like deal with all those emotions of wanting to show dave grace not wanting to jump on a bandwagon but also listening to the people that are feeling it yeah 
I mean, I just, I think that, that when you use a, I think to make something that it has historically shown to be so, what am I trying to say? I think trans people are probably the most marginalized people in the world. And to make them the butt of a joke is so to me just kind of like lazy and it's not that funny and I think that as far as comedians go because he's trying to do comedy right and comedy most comedians have to push the envelope to get a reaction and you look at um stand up from like years and years ago and you just think oh gosh right but you know I look at someone like our boy Tim Robinson Mm -hmm. and like, I I think he does. He, his like comedy is so fucking funny and it's never at the expense of anyone. You're right. It is really silly comedy. It's, it's funny. And I I like comedy that is not at the expense of other people. And I think what Dave, Dave's road he's been on, I'm not surprised at all that like people are upset with his standup because he's been poking this little bear of like, well, what is art and comedy and what like, and he's like really against cancel culture when it comes to being a comedian, because you're like what they're doing up there is so different than what any of us do. None of us are willing to put up, put ourselves up there and like, you know what I mean? And in that way and, and play around with jokes and see what is taken with like applause and what is taken with backlash. And so there's so much to be said about that. And the way that I think he does his comedy usually is like, yes, he does make jokes at people's expenses in a way that like he does like great race, like jokes on racism because you're sitting there laughing like, yeah, how could anybody be racist? It's so fucking (laughs) stupid. Like comedians who point out the like satire, right? Exactly. And like being able to understand that and the difference, but he left the D- Dave Chappelle show in 2005 because there was members of the black community saying that they were, you know, that he was taking, they were, they were offended. They by were his offended humor. by his humor and thinking that he was ill representing, you know, the community. And he had a really hard time with that. If anyone's interested in like that, you could watch his inside the actor studios interview that he did. You can yeah. watch his Dave Letterman interview he did recently during the pandemic. So I think he's like on this crusadership, but like to use the trans community to be on that. Yeah, I'm I'm like conflicted. I want to watch the special. I don't want to like watch it to give views. I want to watch it to like form an opinion and be a critical thinker. Yeah, <laughs> so and, and, may, and you should, especially if you're a fan of his, right? To see what's really going on. Because sometimes, I also sometimes have to be, you just got to see things for yourself, dude, and yeah. make your own opinion. I don't, I'm not a fan of his. I could take him or leave him he's not he's not someone who is an important entertainer for me yeah and so the trans community for me is more important than like i don't know if i was like if i was like a super fan of something then okay take this for instance this is going to be wildly different than comedy but when you're a fan of something it's no secret that i went through a huge phase loving the royal family right I named my cat Diana. Yeah. I still love, I still love <laughs> Diana, but there's a huge phase where I was, a Royal family was every, I consumed me and then learning more and more about what a racist institution the Royal family is and how twisted it is. I've always said I was anti-monarchist, even when I was in the thick of it, loving the Royal family. But now I don't really, um, 
I don't really like dive into it as yeah. much because I'm just like, eh. I so I I wanted to do that research similar to how you want to do yes. that research with Dave Chappelle. And it's okay if it's disappointing and I, you know, right. I'm allowed to change my mind on right. him. And I'm, I think that's what's holding me back a little because I'm like scared to <laughs> right. challenge my view of someone right. that I've always respected heavily. Right. And so it's funny. It's like. I think a lot of people feel that way about a lot of things. Yeah. You know? I and think I that's think that's a normal thing. And I think that to be true to like myself and like the process and, you know, being an ally, I have to you do the work. Sometimes don't want to find out though if you're just <laughs> I don't ignorance is bliss. It can be. But, it can be. But I also think it's a bigger question like, you know, for Netflix, right? Is yeah. Is if you're putting up content that makes, that threatens the validity of people who work for you, their existence. I'd be pissed. You know, it's Netflix is this is kind of like less of a less of a overall should people be watching Dave Chappelle or listening to Dave Chappelle or should he be doing comedy? It's should a corporation align themselves with someone who doesn't like, you know, I think that's the bigger question, too, is like it's it's fine if Netflix cancels his special. Someone else will pick it up, but they could honor their employees, you know. Excuse but also, oh they've been God. with Dave Chappelle since he came back. You know, they have a, well, a huge Chappelle history with Dave Chappelle. Well, a wildly popular comedian, which is why it stings even even harder. Yeah. And he has a huge audience. So that's why it's important, too, to, like, form these ideas and opinions and what's okay in media and what's not. Because, right. you know, all of our unconsciousness <laughs> is totally developed through media throughout our lives and, you know, experiences and stuff. So it's like, if right. we say this is okay, you right. know, does it weaponize do we weaponize jokes against trans community? Like that's probably not the good look. <laughs> well, definitely not. And I think that, <clears throat> what do I know? I'm not a comedian by any means. I don't know what I'm, I've never done stand up. I'm not a comedian. I don't know what I'm talking about, but what I do know is I prefer to watch comedy that takes, that is a satire on things that people can control and doesn't yeah. touch things that are out of people's control. I don't want you to joke about race. I don't want you to joke about sexuality. I don't want you to joke, joke about identity. Unless it's making fun of people who are bigots. Right. And and I think that... In I, my opinion. Right. I look at comedians like Tim Robinson, like Nicole Byer is another favorite comedian of mine. And they they take the piss out of life and they they take the piss out of awkward situations and they take the piss out of things like that. But they, you don't, you don't see them talking shit about, I think that's lazy. I think like, I think it's lazy. I really do. I think that it's, if you're going to do comedy and all your jokes are look at, okay, mad TV, one of their most famous characters. And I loved mad TV when I was in middle school yeah. was miss Swan, Mrs. Swan, mm-hmm. the, the nail tech. Yeah. The, and it was a white actress playing this Asian nail tech yeah. in a disgustingly offensive way. And she was a hit. Yeah. Everyone loved Mrs. Swan. Not going to happen today. I used to quote her in seventh grade. I yeah. thought it was hilarious. I didn't fucking know any better. And I look back now and it's like, yikes. What part of this is funny other than just making fun of a stereotype of Asian people? You know what's such a good like, show? What the fuck? I'm on board with you for sure. Yeah. You know what's such a good show that's just like in the back of my head right now, which is such a good resource to kind of like go watch? <laughs> is hacks on hbo oh my friend jennifer is like so hacks dying for that show she loves it it's amazing yeah so it's amazing it's kind of what we're talking about right now it takes this old school 
comedian yes. woman, right? I She's old school. Mm-hmm. She makes all those hacky jokes that just like. Do you know who the actress is? I can't think of I'm her name. A blank, I'm so but she's bad. She's very famous. Yes, she's very, very famous. Okay. She's in like everything. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Um, and then the young woman, she's a comedian writer, and they bring her in to help like freshen up her act. Mm-hmm. And this young woman is literally offended by everything she says and breaks it down in like funny ways. And is like, you can't say that. That's a really anymore. brilliant it's, concept. It's a of really a show. brilliant concept. Here's here's where they fail. <laughs> it's two white women. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, and like they're black, yeah. and like she has a black uh, male, like gay male assistant. Of course, and it's cool though because they're showing like very, it's very real, but at the same time they had this opportunity. <laughs> no black know? people and gay people. We're like the sidekick <laughs> in a Disney movie. We yeah. really are. We're like so. It's crazy. We're like the hummingbird in Pocahontas. You know. Yes, but a great, a great show of like where the, all of this is coming. They like are the two trains just like ramming into each other. God, I go. It's on HBO, right? It's on HBO Max. That's what Jen fucks heavy with is HBO Max. She it's, got me onto HBO Max, aka she gave me her login. I was gonna say Alex just bought a login so that we could watch Hacks, and he's watching some show. I don't I remember need to what. Finish True Blood. I've been working on it for a year. I want to do bad things with Dude, you. You guys know that I watched True Blood with my parents, and it's it's freaky vampire sex. Traumatizing to think Would about. Would you rather have sex with a vampire from True Blood, knowing how they have sex, which is like, like yeah, but like all the positions all fast and like we're upside down, we're hanging around. You. <laughs> Would you rather have a sex? Would you rather have a sex with a vampire? <laughs> or the Italians are gonna come for me. Sorry, Grandpa. Um, sex with a True Blood vampire on V which is the drug Oof. on mm-hmm. True Blood or uh, I can't think of anything else Sex with Laszlo Sex with Laszlo <laughs> from what we do in the shadows while he's wearing his witch hat <laughs> No it's like the witch's butthole <laughs> Let's hear your Laszlo impression I can't think of I one can't do I can't think of Laszlo What does he say? What does he even say? Do Nadja Nadja Oh I did one the other day She says babes a lot She's like She's so cute. I, I can't love even her. do it. I'm not good at impressions. All I can do is Guillermo. I can only do Nandor <laughs> this as well. Fucking guy. The fucking guy. <laughs> do you uh, people who don't watch what we do in the shadows are like, what the fuck? My sister started watching it because I think we reference it too much. So she's like, I need to know what they're talking about. Let's dive into the notes. <laughs> Your notes are scary. Okay. Why are my notes scary? Okay. Can we talk about Remy Malik? I looked him up. Remy Malik. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best. Remy Malik. I tried to really bring in the sauce. What's his name? Rami Malik. Rami Malik. I think Rami Malik. So I looked at photos. Hot or not was the question. He looks like a a, a moor. I think his. Do you know those fish like, with the bul- the bulby eyes. I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not going to body shame him. This is purely. Can't stand him. This is purely aesthetics. His face needs like two pounds of fat in it to look right. Like it's sucked in Like it's a little like Did he come back from the dead Do you remember in the movie Also is it mean It's mean for us to talk about How hot or not people are I will say that It is mean But I'm gonna say not That's fine You're entitled (laughs) to that opinion I mean Because he's He's just not And I did not like The Bohemian Rhapsody movie I did not like it I won't watch it Because I'm sick of this Can we just talk about it Here I am again The capitalist nostalgia Our parents are getting Suckered into it I have to say what are we gonna make a movie about every rock star that ever existed? I'm sick I would of it. Like it. Where's the who's gonna play <laughs> Amy Winehouse? You oh, know that's got to be coming. Th- well, first of all, I think there is one, isn't there? Yeah, but it's like a documentary. I would love for Nadja to play Amy Winehouse. But as Nadja playing Amy, Win- that actress playing Nadja playing Amy Winehouse. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. That'd be amazing. I would love that. They tried to make me go to rehab. <laughs> but I said no. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're doing vampire. No We're doing vampire We're Transylvanian. Doing... Um, yes. I like to there's a guy in ninety day fiance named Andres and he's from Moldova. And he talks like this and he's he's not the nicest to his wife, but he talks like like this and he says Is it offensive to Moldovans that I'm doing this accent? I have no idea. See, this is the. Moldova, are we PC Moldova thugs? Are like, we PC thugs now? Moldova is like Transylvania, Romania, like, you know, kind of like. And he's very like. What is he? She'll be talking and he just goes, finish your thoughts. <laughs> so. Come on, Liv, finish your thoughts. <laughs> he sounds hot, honestly. He's is that weird? So, okay, well, here's the thing. He is so fucking hot. And she's so basic. She she has probably has like a wooden sign in her home right now that says harvest or gather. She's one of those. You know what I mean? Yes. And they fight. There's such a toxic relationship and it shows them fighting. And then it like cuts. It's like cuts to like five minutes later and like her hair's a little disheveled and he has rosy cheeks and they're like, so we worked it out. We made a... Like, you know, they're just like, <laughs> fuck like champions. What's the show? Married at First Sight? Yes. You ever fuck around with that? Never seen it. Once me, my cousin Sammy, and Ace's stepmom watched like eight episodes, yeah. and then we decided that Sammy was going to sign up for it, and she missed the San Diego sign up by like two days. Are you kidding me? And you have to live where it is. Right. So she, now we have to get insider information on the next state and city so oh she can God. move there before. It's amazing. It's a great show. It's so bad. Do you see um, like the one where they kiss? Oh, we watched a lot of episodes and like some people won't kiss. And that like, one guy wh- that like... Why aren't we kissing? I went I went on a date if with I'm this guy from you, Valencia. We're getting down. I went on a date with this guy from Valencia. Yep. And when we kissed, it was literally like kissing a trout from the Whole Foods frozen section. No. His lips were dead. They were absolutely limp. Do you ever just... Ac- have you ever accidentally like hit teeth? Yes. Ah, awful. Of course. No, but he... He kissed me and to make matters worse, like it was just like, imagine just like pretending to play dead and someone's kissing you <laughs> and then making the the grossest, like I kiss him and he goes, oh, oh, no, Cody, oh. don't do that to the listeners. Oh, <laughs> oh. no, oh. oh, no, oh, he was into it. He, he liked was into it. it, but I felt like I was hurting an animal. Did he get hard? And then you. you oh my God. Ugh. Yes. Sorry. Barf. Is that a bad question? I'm trying to be less vulgar. Oh, okay. My bad. We, we're, we realized some we're shit this celibate. week. <laughs> I'm trying to be less vulgar and I'm trying to be less vulgar. I just think that not, I don't need to, to be so vulgar. Okay. Do you feel like sometimes when you get the mic in your hand, you're you have to heighten your personality to like Absolutely. extremes oh my God, of to be entertaining? No, I just I get excited because I literally am talking to a friend right now, yeah. you, and then I consider our listeners friends, and I just get they excited get to share these stories, and I forget that like that. There's something about you though that like you should be a producer for the Real Housewives because you love this salacious moment and you want to make a. You want to create, help create a salacious, an authentic one for sure. Okay. An authentic one. I dated a producer of Real Housewives. I went on like two dates with him and he gave me so many fun secrets as to what the producers do to like get their story. So, you know, the confessionals where they sit there, like they call it the talking heads. Yeah. Where they'll like be talking about what is going on on the show. 
Like when Erica said that, I just couldn't believe it. Okay, so what <laughs> he said that one of his favorite tricks is he sits you down, Stephanie. You're doing the talking head. I'm the producer. You're the housewife. Okay. And he sits you down and he goes, so uh, imagine the other people in your household are real housewives for their names. Okay. Okay, we're going to do a mic check, Stephanie. So if you could just um, say everybody everybody on the cast's name right now, please. Alex, Merrill, Asa, Otto, Pepper. Perfect. Thank you. So he told me the trick after he gets them to do that. That way they could just splice it in. So it could be Alex said or like um, like Alex is so disgusting or, Al- or Merrill is so wonderful or Asa. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's one of his tricks. And he said that Lisa Rinna he tried to do the trick to her and she's such a thinker that she goes, I'll do the alphabet. I won't say their names. Amazing. And she she's went, like a, not B, getting C, caught. D, e. Yeah. I just love that. Fun okay. Fact. I'll remember that in case I'm ever on a reality TV show. Yeah. You have to be careful because they don't twist it too much because it's pretty obvious to tell when things yeah. get twisted, but they do have to keep the narrative going and that of makes course. things easier. And you could always tell when things are on the most recent season of Beverly Hills, Erica shares something with two of the other girls that she did not want on the show and their mics were on. And she said it while they were in the car driving and there were no cameras. And what they did is they took ed- old footage. They edited them before getting in the car on a hike with their backs to the camera and put the voices on over that. No, that's so mean. Hey, it's not mean. Um, when the mics are on, she's she's doing it. The she's mic is contract. hot. Okay, so when the mic is hot. Do you ever like you can't enjoy watching a show because you think about the production too much? And that's th- why I enjoy watching it, actually. Okay, so because that's all I think about. We're big. We're a big Chopped Family Food Network kind of gal, and um. So I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, you have to. I'm keeping it shut. <laughs> so when I watched when I watched Chopped <clears throat> and you see the like obviously like flashes in between people cooking and the confessionals yeah. and the da da da. I'm like all the confessionals are after the point. So you yes. just won or lost. Yes. We don't know yet. And you have to come <clears throat> back in the studio and they have to yes. get you back in the moment and you have to talk shit and you have to be like whatever. Yes. Oh, I Last don't like that year, idea. Okay, I could talk about this because we can't talk about Chopped, but not we too could, much. We can't talk about Chopped, but we can't. We'll talk about it in a couple months. Oh yeah. But we can talk about my friend Sarah, one of my greatest friends, oh, yes. Sarah Austin. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sarah fabulous baker do be she does she be listening she just started okay. she's not gonna listen Hi, Sarah. to this love you this is gonna be like <laughs> in two months she's gonna be listening to this in 2023 wait cool. what year is it two months oh my god i don't know <laughs> well she's she's catching up she's still in season two but good for her i know here's what she's a fabulous baker and she was on the food network's greatest baker in america or something mm-hmm. and why they, didn't i watch that because it never aired because Rude. she started filming it in february 2020 and oh. then they shut it down and they had planned to pick it back up and they didn't okay that's a bummer it is a bummer so she shot like two episodes but she said that before they even got in the kitchen like you're saying she sits down to do the talking head and they said they fed her exactly yeah. what to say not that it was a bad thing but it just made it easier for editing so she had to sit there and go I don't think I'm going to have enough time to do this. Yeah. And then in t- five seconds, she would say, I think I'm going to be able to pull this off after all. <laughs> and then she'd say, I'm looking around and everybody's doing a really great job. Like, isn't that silly? Yes. I just love production. Yes. Another weird thing when I watch TV is if it's a reality show and they're in a kitchen, I like to clock what time it is on the clock. Uh, like I look at, to look at the oven or clock. Then, <laughs> what time are they filming this? I and don't then, know like, why. It's, it's the same scene, but it's 30 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I love thinking about the production Oh, and of I things. love catching the mistakes. 
We it, all love to catch a hair, catch makeup, the mistakes, mistake. On RuPaul's Drag Race, there's a drag queen doing a dance. You showed I me showed this video, you this, and she had a collar in her look, like a big, almost villainous collar. And then it cut like literally same song, same dance, and the collar was gone, and then it was back on, then it was gone. So obviously they filmed it twice, and the continuity wasn't there. Yeah, I and made I, out with a guy that did continuity for TV shows. And I think sometimes the the editors are just like, "Fuck it, we got to send this to production. We're done. We're done. We're and done. Hopefully, no one will notice. But when you enjoy that stuff, it's fun, right? Yes, a hundred percent. I love when the fourth wall is broken. Oh, on Real Housewives of Orange County that I was watching, she was like, "You wanted to do what? You wanted to do this on camera? Like, I love when they do that. Amazing. Or Denise Richards is one of the most iconic at trying to trying to She's an actress, right? So she's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills thinking that there's going to be craft services. They're going to take breaks, but it's a reality show. Yeah. And when someone brought up something she didn't want to talk about, she goes so famously, she goes, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. I'm done. Turn the cameras off. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Because there was a rumor that they can't talk about the network or break the fourth wall that much. Oh. So if she says bravo, 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 because that's what it's, it's like on. It's like her safe word. <laughs> it's her safe word, and they have to cut it, and they just kept it. They just kept playing it, and I thought it was so funny. Oh, they went for it. Yeah. I think if I was on a reality TV show, <laughs> I'd be doing like, no, I'd have my shared notes and be like, what pot am I stirring today? I'm going to pick from my notes. Oh, you could tell they do that. Like, I would definitely be pushing an agenda. That's what, I mean, that's what Real Housewives is, is it's, it's, it's almost like warfare and who just called me is, uh oh, is this happening? Spam risk. Spam risk needs to stop calling me because I keep thinking Kaylee's yeah. in labor. All good. It's not okay. All good. Okay. Um, what do we want to talk about? <laughs> we haven't even gotten <laughs> really to our notes. You go first. Well, you have to pick something for mine because I already asked you about. You want to talk about um, the Twilight Zone's third episode. Oh, I do. Okay. So you know how Jordan Peele yes. did like the reboot of the Twilight Zone? Yes. So we've been watching it because it's spooky season, you know? We watched one episode. Is it good? I haven't seen it. I think so. I think, you know, this is what we're about to get into. The old Twilight Zone was very, like, old, by the way. We just rewatched an episode of the old one. I was like, I don't think I can watch this. It's, like, so different, you know? I know. And so... um, And it's not really that scary. It's not spooky at all. It is interesting, though. And the new Twilight, it's really making you question, like, societal norms, racism, all of that. And I think... So we watched the third episode is this incredible episode of this um, mother and son, you know, a black mom, black son, and she's taking him to college. You know, she's dropping him off at college for the first time ever. And there's this... She has a old VCR recording tape. Yeah. And she's like recording him and stuff and they're asking silly questions and da da da. And there's this like white cop in the diner and they, they're kind of nervous of him. So she's like, let's pay and go. Like, let's get you to college. You know, Yeah. he ends up pulling them over of course. and an altercation occurs. And like, you know, you're, we're all thinking the worst, like he's going to shoot him. Right. <sighs> and so she finds, she like presses rewind on her recorder on accident and it puts them back at the diner. So she <gasps> finds out that the recorder can like go back in time. Cool. Everything they do, no matter how many times she changes it, this white cop is following them uh-huh. and is putting them in danger. And so this, uh, there's also an underlining storyline that like she has broken up her past with her family. She won't go home and uh-huh. her son doesn't understand why she won't be close with her brother and dad and all this stuff. And so her, she's finally like tells her son, like, I don't know if I'm crazy. I don't know what's going on, but like I can re- rewind or whatever. And he's like, let's go see your brother. Like the one path we haven't tried yet is going home. 
Oh. And so they go and confront it. And she's like, she finally is like, I never wanted to come back here because my brother got shot by a cop down there. Like I can see the street. And my other brother got shot and killed in town by a cop, you know? So it's like this really, really deep introspective of how black women black mothers feel in america and like the absolute terror that there is around white cops or cops in general and we were like whoa this is so powerful we all cried like watching this episode all four of us were like super emotional and like this is so fucked up and like really put us in the feet and like understand it just put us in such a different view like to have so much empathy and understanding for the situation the way they do it is genius and a metaphor of of when you when you go through something traumatic like that and you just rewind and think how could i have done this differently? of course of course why, why how could i have avoided this how could this have gone differently yeah and so we're like wow twilight is like really twilight pushing Zone. it you know yeah and so then asa was on imdb just like looking <laughs> up facts and stuff and he excuse was like, me you need to stop saying that word and he like was looking on rotten tomatoes and first of all the series is rated super low and the third episode is rated the lowest interesting which is super fucked up and interesting interesting because one i'm thinking a lot of twilight rewatchers were like white maybe i don't know if i'm making that up but it was like an old-timey show and so maybe parents were really excited to rewatch it with their kids and then it was like isn't it kind of inaccessible what is it on i don't even know what streaming service it's on you're right. I don't either. Exactly. I think it's, it's very inaccessible. No. Paramount? It I might be with on, Hulu heavy. It might be on Paramount. I would say Hulu is my top streaming service. Or it's on Prime. What's Any- your top streaming service? Hulu and Apple Plus. Anyways, so then we watched the next episode and it was very introspective about like Alaska and the indigenous population there and it like really put like had some deep underlying like colonialism and like all that stuff and i was like are people just not willing to watch television that like challenges their worldview or something but i was like how is it rated so low like it's it's pretty smart sometimes sometimes i think people love like that sounds that sounds really fascinating and interesting and then you look at and we're kind of dancing a fine line because i feel like a lot of people are looking to either validate their experience understand other people's experiences and then other people just want escapism tv yeah. where they don't have to think about what's going on in oh the world. so do i everyone's but like so, i watch documentaries and i'm like i don't <laughs> like that sounds really interesting to me but yeah. then i watched that one show on amazon prime that kept me up at night because it was too oh too difficult for me to it's not to that digest. bad yeah but then i watched american horror stories which is very similar to this twilight zone thing where it's a new yeah. version where every episode mm-hmm. is a totally different story and cast and I'm watching it and none of it's relevant for today's culture and, and social issues. And I'm watching it going, none of this is really scary in high and compared to what we went through <laughs> last year. None of this shit's really scary. Well, you know what I mean? You think yeah. I'm afraid of a movie at a drive in? If also my advice is if you're interested in watching the new Twilight series, I would almost skip the first episode. It got called Twilight Zone because every Twilight time Zone. I say Twilight, I so think of Edward Cullen. This is what Asa and them are mad at me about because I'll just walk in the room and be like, you guys want to watch Twilight? And everyone's like, no. And I'm like, Twilight Zone. Everyone like, keeps telling me, stop calling can it I Twilight. Tell you something <laughs> iconic. Well, yeah. One of my friends went to like three years ago, there was a Halloween party and. It was vampire themed. You had to dress up as a vampire. Yeah. And he's like this like hot gay friend of mine.
mine and he had like the Edward Cullen hair and he just like went in jeans, glittery body and did Edward Cullen hair. That's and I genius. thought that was so brilliant. Like Smart. it was such a fun take. Yes. I've never. Oh, I saw Twilight too. Okay. That was it. I was kind of a Twilight girl for like half a minute. I read the first book, second book, I think. And then I watched the movies and was like, this is a lot. It's stupid. It's kind of silly. I don't like teenage romance. Yeah. Focus on school. Oh, yeah. Don't do Did drugs. Did we ever talk about that poll I put up? Are you an Edward or are you a Jacob fan? Did well, I ever? Who won? Well, Edward won, but my cousin pointed out something brilliant. She was like, we're not for Jacob. Jacob forced a kiss on Bella and we are all for consent. And I was like, okay, I'm bought. I'm he didn't even <laughs> sniff her butt first. Isn't he sold. a dog? <laughs> a werewolf? Is that a thing? A werewolf. Oh. Werewolf. Why do werewolves and vampires hate each other? I want to see like a Twilight version, but I want it to be like a um, a mummy and a Frankenstein where they're just like in high school and everybody <laughs> else is absolutely normal. And the mummy and Frankenstein are like, listen, our families don't get along. Okay, <laughs> Let's just keep it cool here. Yeah, but they can't look normal. They have to be able to morph. That's the thing. Well, people just think the mummy was in a horrible accident, and they'll just think that Frankenstein is um, also in a horrible accident. A manager of Hot Topic. A manager <laughs> of Hot Topic. Yeah. A lot of piercings. Like, those are fake tattoos. Those aren't real scars. Yeah, those are fake. Those bolts in the neck. Those are. I'm sure someone has oh. bolts in the neck as those like yep. dermals. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Ugh. Yeah. That's Those brilliant. Freaky. Those are freaky deaky to me. I love Frankenstein. What's your favorite classic monster? You know, I don't know if this is a monster, but like Dracula. Yeah, that's a First classic monster. First of all, monster. the book, the book Dracula is so much better than any portrayal I've seen on screen. Yeah, I want even them- Bram Stoker's. Bram Stoker's is Bram, the book. Bram Stoker. That's Dram- my. That's my stripper name. <gasps> Bram Stoker. Uh, That's my only fan's you, name. Are you doing stroke her I like stroker or your penis? You know what I'm saying though. What stroke, stroke her. her or stroker? Stroker, like I'll stroke ya. I'm a stroker. <laughs> stroker. Bram Stroker. Bram. Bam. Bam Stroker. Bram Straight. Bam Stroker. Okay. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Your blood. I love uh, tic- uh, I love uh, TikTok uh, now. Uh, question mark. Yeah, apparently all you do is post TikToks on our story. It's so much better. Than, I hate Instagram. I'm a I, Burger King with, with my Burger, burger Queen. queen. Can, can I, I get a large fry? You know what? I I keep adding. Can I please? I think I add You're please very to it. You're very polite, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, TikTok's better than Instagram all day, every day. That's Are all you I've serious? Said. Instagram sucks. TikTok's it's funny. It's dying. There's TikTok's a bro- really TikTok funny. TikTok just had an ad that got me. What was it? I don't like to fall prey to advertisements. Because, oh, I do. You know, this is a capitalism, anti-capitalist podcast. <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> but it got me because I didn't know it was for TikTok. I'm watching that. Uh, and I was like, whatatever they're selling, I'm buying it. It had Martha Stewart <laughs> in it. Uh-oh. It was basically like they're playing the game of telephone. Yeah. And they're like, so then... This guy open. This guy is doing a renovation at his home, and it goes to the next person. Like it's just a, the game of telephone where they're all telling the story, and they're like, and he, he busts a hole in the wall, and you'll never believe it's in the wall. And it shows Martha Stewart. She goes, so then he looks in the wall, like it keeps going, and then at the end, it goes, you know what? You just have to watch it, and it's for TikTok. It says you just have to watch it. Can I just say that we're now a podcast that explains TikToks <laughs> and advertisements for TikToks? What's your favorite commercial of all time? Cody, you Come asked on. me the most random fucking questions. Do you not know by now, after almost I two full seasons, now. that I don't have a brain? Like, my memory doesn't work you at do all. You have a brain. I think the WhatsApp ads. Ads? What? WhatsApp. 
up. That's your favorite. Those are the best ads. What's up? What's up? You remember? Yeah, of course. What's up? What was it for Bud, Bud Light? No, it was like for a phone service or something, wasn't it? Oh, shit. Or Yahoo? No, Yahoo. Domino's? Yahoo. Pizza Hut. Barbecue sauce. Oh, I want no, my baby, baby back, baby back, back baby, baby back. I want my baby, baby back, baby back, baby back. back, baby back, baby back. back. Chili, baby back ribs, baby back ribs. <laughs> barbecue sauce <laughs> with barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. You know the video of them filming that is the best thing that's oh. ever been on the internet. We'll we'll post it the after passion. this episode is up. <laughs> passion. I mean, recording. You want to talk about recording studio moments? That is one. Okay, wait. You know what another one is? Have you ever looked up videos of the guy playing the guitar for the Seinfeld songs? No. Oh, it's. So Are good. you serious? But it's just so good. I can't do it right now, but it's You know what my favorite commercial is? What? Okay, I'm Should've so going to freecreditreport.com. Yeehaw. Remember the those hot free... Yeah, but I feel like they've changed up their songs a few times. Yeah, they had a few different songs. One eight hundred for a new car, which wants me a new convertible or an SUV. Hey. Too bad I didn't know uh, my credit was whack and what? now I'm pulling in the lot. I'm gonna uh, use subcombat hey. F R E E that spells free credit report com, baby. Oh. Saw their ads on my TV. Thought about okay. going but was too oh, lazy. Wait, what about college? I can go to college. Oh, what were those? Shit. What were what was the fucking the song, jingle? The song. I oh, can afford college.com or some oh, shit. shit. That shit, shit and was, it was the girl in the green screen. Bangers. Shit. Do you remember the Everest college commercial and the guy was so angry? No, but whenever I, I'd stay home from school and watch Jerry Springer, <laughs> they would play this commercial. And I remember laughing with my friend Michelle being like, why is he so mad at us? He was like in a parking lot and he's like, you're sitting on your phone all day anyway. Why yes. don't you make a call to go to college? Yes. I mean, it's easy. Yes. God. And then he yes. walks away. Yes. He's so mad. He's, I, it, I was in an abusive relationship with the uh, Everest College spokesperson. Yes. So mad. And you know what else was good? Mayhem. You remember Mayhem? Oh, it was hot too. Hot, 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 hot. Okay. Oh, you know what I loved? <laughs> Dirty mouth. Clean it up with oh, Orbit. Oh, yes. And the twins, the little creepy twins. And, um, and. Yeah. I just love, I just love <laughs> oh, commercials. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? the best commercial ever. What? Starburst Berry and Cream. Oh, Berry and Cream, Berry and Cream. I'm a and Cream. I think there's a whole like TikTok dedicated, like a whole channel of TikTok sure. dedicated to that man. I'm sure. Remember the Peloton commercial that made waves a couple of years ago because it was so fucking weird? Yeah. And the girl was like, my husband got me a Peloton. So and she I looks can be all, hot. She looks so scared. <laughs> She's like, I'm doing it, babe. I just rode for 30, se- for 30 minutes. Yeah, and then <laughs> she got hired to be in Ryan Reynolds' uh, aviation commercial, and they like made fun of the Peloton oh, really? commercial in it. Ryan Reynolds wrote that brilliant Match.com commercial. Oh, yeah. Like, why did the he... Devil... He just came up with this idea and sold it to Match.com. He's not affiliated with them. He was just like, this is a great commercial. That'd be you. If you were in the business, you'd oh, be just like God. selling I, your ideas to everyone. Dude, that was one of the b- most brilliant commercials that came out at the end of last year. It was... It was 2020 and the devil matched on match.com. So good. And it, their slogan was a match made in hell. Yeah. Funny. Oh my God. That was brilliant. Smart. And they're playing Taylor Swift's love story. Yes. And she's stealing toilet paper from the bathroom. They're at a stadium having a picnic and nobody's there. Genius. It was so funny. Okay. So that's. <laughs> Anyways. That's well, TikTok and advertising. <laughs> should go on freecreditreport.com. Um, let's see. Let's do yours. Instagram new posts. News posts. News This is something posts. I wanted to talk to you about before the recording, but felt like we should have it on the <laughs> podcast. 
So you and I are different. Cody. It's from Friday the 13th. I understand. Okay. <gasps> much better. Oh, you're much better. Yeah, I'm good at it. Thank you. Um, high five. High five. <laughs> so Cody and I are different. We're different gals. You and I? You know? Who, you and I? You and I? <laughs> We're the two- Prince and the Popper? And um, I think that I'm having a hard time with Instagram because I think people repost things too fast without thinking about... Are you talking about me? Yeah. I have to go pee. I have anxiety right now talking about this and you want to break for a pee? <sighs> I like the suspense. Pause. Fucking bring it on. Couples therapy starts now. <laughs> we have some beef. I don't have beef. I have questions. Okay. I have questions that we don't have answers to, but maybe the listeners can connect to this issue. So I feel like people really repost it really fast. And there's something to be said about like trauma porn and stuff, especially when things just get like whipped around the internet really fast. Yeah. And I think we all just like, we see something, we react to it. We are so reactionary these days, like so fast. Yeah. And I'm not like hating on anything. I think... You know, this is just a product of like who we follow, the times of the day. You know, like yeah, like it's just the times right now that we're like everyone's in this mode. But anyways, right. you reposted something on you posted something on your personal. What was it last night? Alec Baldwin. Yes, and then you posted it on Topa Talk, and I got well, I deleted it from Topa Talk. Because, oh, you did? Yes, because I didn't want it to be on Topa Talk. Um, and we both like share an Instagram account, and we don't really run stuff by each other. So Ever. I've done this twice now. <laughs> But that's okay. Totally fine. Why did you delete it? Well, first of I all... I don't care that you deleted it. It was extremely upsetting information to just put up there. And there was no that trigger like warning. breaking news. It was deeply, deeply disturbing. <laughs> trigger warning. Super triggering for me. Super I'm depressing. Sorry. And it was funny because... You were triggered by it? Oh, I was extremely upset. Really? Yes. And I'm sorry. First of all, someone asked us on our high episode if... Like, what ruins our high? Or, like, do we ever get like depressed or whatever yeah and i was a little a skosh stoned when the i saw place. it the dark place and i had like i had a hard time coming back from reading that oh my god i'm sorry no I it's didn't okay it and would i affect you that way and i just think that that's something that's like a question you know like how thoughtful are we being when we share information so yeah. quickly yeah you know and and we can talk about it now alec baldwin had an extremely devastating mistake happen on a set last night horrible horrible um, something that how did that happen i don't understand how it happens i haven't read into it because last night i was just like so disturbed i and don't think qu- they've said how it happened and i told my roommates and i told asa because sometimes when you hear disturbing information i had to get it out i had to tell someone and connect with someone about it and yeah. like we were all just like so upset about it it's and horrible it's really devastating it's kind of like purposeless and it's just so <laughs> It's fucked up. But you said something that I thought was interesting too. And you're like, guns are lame. And it's like, yes, like maybe, (laughs) you know, guns are fucking lame. And I don't know. I just, I have so much empathy and compassion. Like it's so painful for everyone involved. It's really, really, really fucked up. And we're in the midst, we're in the midst of like multiple film crews striking because of how terrible conditions are. I don't know. It's a huge fuck up. It's happened before. Yes. Just not with someone as as well known as Alec Baldwin and God, the poor cinematographer. And the person injured and the whole set and crew. I mean, and Alec Baldwin. I mean, how's Alec gonna move on in life? Yeah. I honestly. How do you move on and this is this is too much. This I is was gonna say <sighs> It's accidental manslaughter, no how doubt. Do you move on from accidental manslaughter. Hopefully copious, copious, copious amounts of therapy. Yeah. 
and 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 love from the community yeah and you know i think people that go through that get really involved with change like people <laughs> get really involved with like making a difference and like i don't know how you move forward i don't know how i would come back from that i would go on a spiral of drugs and alcohol most likely i don't yeah well yeah not to be like morose no, but, but yeah. i mean how else realistically 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 i would drink myself i would drown myself grave. yeah yeah it's fucked up no, but so that's God. so so that's where i went last night i'm sorry no it's okay and then i was just like okay so if cody and i are sharing this instagram we share this podcast we see things differently you know how do we represent that we are separate entities that share this space online you know what i mean like i have always wondered that and i liked people not knowing but at the same, same. time so, so, certain times i'm like i wish people knew who was posting this yes yeah and that's so how f- do we differentiate well i think font? no no because <laughs> i like the same fonts you like <laughs> <laughs> no i think that you and i just need to have a better compass and awareness of like maybe this needs to be approved or something i don't know because all the funny stuff but then we'll never post anything because you never text back no just because <laughs> just because when you post something on your story it's so spur of the moment which is why you shouldn't be posting things that are triggering and, and news breaking because i don't know about you i never plan my instagram story posts like i don't go at five o'clock today i'm gonna post this and well, it's gonna be a hit sometimes i'm like oh i have a funny meme series idea i need to revisit later when i have time yeah <laughs> but yeah and then also with the podcast um I feel like sometimes, and this is something we talked about that we are like working on together, right? Sometimes it feels like, and I mean this with the most love, I just don't have better words. Sometimes you can steamroll a a topic yeah, and vice versa. Like I'm not perfect, but yeah, you'll steamroll. I'm a steamroller. You'll steamroll. And I hate that word because I just don't have something better. I know what you mean. Yeah. A topic. And then I'm like, wait, that's not the standpoint of necessarily the podcast, that's the standpoint of Cody. Right. And that's not necessarily representative of how I feel. So then I get anxious and I'm like, well, how do I, to the listeners that know me or like the people closest to me, like how do I express myself without like invalidating your feelings? Right. You know, it all I don't want to be like, well, that's how Cody feels, but fuck yeah. that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like how do we, and it's not something we need an answer for at all like i'm just posing this as like yeah this is something that i think sharing something like this that we do together like poses some value issues belief issues and like i don't know it's challenging in a good way i think our dynamic is good though because i think that we are honest about how we feel about particular subjects and we don't just say it's not like oh we this is gonna just. This is gonna be a silly. This is gonna be a silly example, and I want you to know I'm taking the topic seriously. Yes. But as an example, it's not that listeners are going. Oh, this is a Ted Ta- Ted Lasso podcast. <laughs> and I'm not like. Oh, we love Ted Lasso. You can talk about Ted Lasso, and I do not want to talk about it. And we both make fun of each other for the topics we don't want to talk about. Like right. you've been like clowning on Ted Lasso. I'll clown on the Real Housewives. Like whatever. And then more serious things, we challenge each other. Yes. So I think it's apparent. And then there's also things like with the women's march you and i are both on the same the topo talk does take a stance on this yeah you know what i mean like because neither (laughs) of us play a devil's advocate for the for something like that and we don't no we don't challenge each other on that and even when we listen even when we play devil's advocate on something we can still 100 percent support something we're playing devil's advocate on it just creates a more interesting conversation to play that i was gonna say there's this pressure to 
stamp in our opinion on things. And sometimes I just want to question stuff. And that's not my stance. And that's when I get anxious, like the episode we did on the nest where I was like, fuck, like I didn't really express explicitly how I feel on things. And then there's this like really big anxiety of being misunderstood by the community because that's what happens when people get in trouble for stuff is like, oh, I'm just severely misunderstood. Yeah. And that's something I fear of like, I also feel like maybe it's a part of like my past or something where I feel like I constantly have to like justify the way that I feel. And so that's my own insecurity and anxiety, but I'm like constantly feeling like I have to justify why I feel the way I feel. (laughs) So like I'm always, I'm always scared of people coming to me and being like, justify yourself. And I hate that feeling. So I think that's a part of my personal insecurity and anxiety. And I also think that's part of culture these days. I think that accountability is a beautiful thing, but at the same time, everybody holds each other to such a standard that it's it's hard to keep up with. And I'm someone, and I've talked about this, we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm someone who's so open and willing to change that. I'm like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Let's fix it. I don't need to be held to like this one thing I said two years ago on the podcast. I can fix it. I can fix myself. I can change. I'm open to that. And we do live in a world where sometimes it's like perfect example. First of all, the guy they picked to do Jeopardy. Did you hear about this? No, I haven't. They replaced. They finally was a headline, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. They finally picked a guy to replace Alex, Alex, which is just like, no one's going to ever replace him. But anywho, he was kind of like an asshole, I guess. He passed away, right? Yes. He was kind of an asshole anyways, I guess. Is not Alex Trebek. No, 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 Alex no, no. Trebek. No, Alex Trebek um, is not an asshole. Maybe he was an asshole to the Jeopardy contestants in the funniest way ever. Like he's hilarious. Like Steve Harvey style. No, like they will roast them sometimes. Li- like he roasts them in the funniest, simplest way. They'll be like telling the most weird story. They're like, yeah. So then I went and did this, 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 and he'll just say, okay. We'll think about the Jeopardy. <laughs> I did see one where the girl's like, on a regular Saturday night, I'm doing this. And yeah. he goes, sounds like fun. And moves on and like so sarcastic yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I he's great. Make- but so they picked this guy and the internet instantly started to like scrub his history. Like let's go through all this guy's history. And they found his old podcast. And so it's it's a little too deep, but I guess he he had made like sexist, homophobic and racist like jokes on his podcast. And like he instantly got fired. Sounds like he was an asshole to begin with. As Brett Radigan would say, this is a permanent record, baby. This is a permanent record. So then I was just like, yeah, Yeah. we can't ever do anything big. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) No, it's okay. I just hope that I know. we can keep being met with grace and like have opportunities to work on stuff. And I don't know. I don't need to be that worried about it, but it's interesting to think about. Every day is a winding road. <laughs> you get a little closer. I'm glad that, you know, after I listened to our last episode, Puff Puff Crass, <laughs> I was cringing at myself. I But you listened to it while you were high. Which is a whole different level of like filter. It's weird to listen to you guys. It's weird. It's weird to listen to your a conversation that you've had because you don't remember every part of it. And then (laughs) it's weird because it is a learning experience. You learn how you interact with. I'm learning how I interact with you. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like cool on one end because you get to kind of dissect how you interact with people. And I do steamroll you a lot. And I think that's an appropriate term to use. And I feel bad. And I reached out while I was listening to that. And I was like, God, do I let you speak? Do I listen? (laughs) I like to think I do in the moment, you know, but then 
I guess in the moment, like here, I'm like hearing what you're saying. I'm reacting to what you're saying. I'm respecting what you're saying and allow you to talk. But then when I listen back, like on the last one, you said a few really hilarious things and you said interesting things. And I don't remember you saying them in person. And you could tell on the podcast, I just don't acknowledge them and I keep talking. And I'm like, what a shame that I was not aware. And maybe because I was high on that episode, we were literally high and that's bound to happen. But I do apologize that I can sometimes do that. <laughs> it's okay. I think I think a part of this podcast that people enjoy is like our excitement on topics and, you know, your depth of knowledge on certain cultural things. And it's okay that we get fired up and stuff. And it's also okay to be aware. But like I, I texted you back, like, don't beat yourself up. Like we have doubled or more our listenership since you've come on. You have like you bring such a personality, your like reactions and your excitement is part of what like moves the topics forward. And if we just relied on like me telling our podcast would be like 30 minutes an episode if you didn't talk like if you didn't keep (laughs) things propelling, honestly, if if it was just me on an episode, it'd be four hours long (laughs) and it would be I was telling Emily like I am I don't care if we have ze- I don't care if there's one listener and it's me I do this podcast because I am Topa Talk's biggest fan yeah and the five like the solid I would say there's solid 10 people that respond to every episode and like give something yeah. back to us that's who I'm working for baby yeah Blair I, I Sammy. call it you know what I call it <laughs> I call it her Jordan I'm doing this for her I'm doing this for her and it's just this like kind of it's our it's a gubernation it's the gubernation no but I mean I think I'm our biggest fan because I'm our first listener yeah I crack up by myself listening to us because you know I've early onset dementia so same I'm just kidding, but I don't remember anything that we talk about us trying to I want you guys to know <laughs> that there's a awful moment that happens every week unless it's this week it's fucking three times but yes there's this awful moment if we're done recording (laughs) we go what the fuck did we just talk about what the fuck are we going to call this episode and how are we going to explain what we talk about because i have no idea what the fuck we just talked about also i just noticed we're at 53 minutes and i think we've talked about three things (laughs) shit like no we have extreme cody and i go through this like existential crisis at the end of every episode where we're like that was, was that, stupid was no good? one's gonna listen we say it everyone's on every gonna episode was this a good episode <laughs> <laughs> we just i um, think this is a banger i got feedback about our podcast though that that for a podcast that's essentially about nothing yeah it's apparently <laughs> the feedback that i got is that it's really easy to listen to because we keep bouncing around topics and we don't linger on something for too long you know what i hear oh sorry go ahead i feel like you weren't done Oh no! I don't want to steamroll. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh god! No, please, please, could you imagine? Please. I the feedback I get from people all the time. Actually, this is like the number one thing people say constantly is that they feel like they're in the room with friends that's, when they're listening. Yes, yes, and yes. that's the coolest thing ever. People feel engaged because they think that they are, and I think it is because we've okay. We is visualize this meta? Them. Is this meta? Well, we're talking to them right <laughs> is now. This well, a little meta. <laughs> yeah, they're here too. I just I I think that like because we are thinking of them while we're recording a lot of times when I'm listening to, when I'm listening to podcasts, <laughs> when I'm listening to podcasts and I hear someone interviewing someone or, or they're talking, you could tell they're thinking too heavily about how they're being portrayed and how they're coming off, which we do to an extent, but it's very like this. Well, my name is Cody and I've and lived I'm so in smart. Ohio in, um, <laughs> 
my entire life and I'm just really excited to 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 to, to, to be here. <laughs> and it's just not enjoyable. And I think you and I just act like we are on the couch right now with the person with you who's listening. <laughs> yes, I'm talking to you. You look at yourself in the mirror. Look at you. I'm talking to you. Can no, I, but can I tell I mean? you something? I'm like, I'm a little high from having a good conversation right now. I feel really giddy and like silly and like I have like little squinty eyes. Okay. I have something funny to tell the the guests, the (laughs) The listeners. (laughs) You can tell I was conditioned. conditioned. You can tell I was conditioned into that word. Um, Okay. So there's a new friend of the podcast Uh and they reached out and we were chatting, but we, I have no idea who this person looks like. We've never met. They have like an account that doesn't have personal photos of them. It's Did really you go on a hike with it's them. It's really cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Earth Tonics refill day the other day, last Saturday, and there was this other you know person shopping around in the store. And me and you are probably the same in this what scenario. A I just yes, and I just stepped in and became started to being a seller. I was like, oh, you want to know products about these products? Like Darren Hope does not pay us, but it's I in was your like, DNA. You're a salesperson. Yes, You're a hustler. I'm a you hustler. Are, you, Stephanie James, yes. are a hustler. So I was like, let me run you through my favorite products. First of all, we're talking about the cardamom. I can't even say that word. Cardamom. Cardamom, like uh, cardadad cream clean, cleanser Cardi B? and Cardi B. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best stuff i've ever used in my whole life it is uh-huh. my skin looks amazing i will toot that horn so hard right now my skin looks amazing and so i was like really into it super excited anyways i like we have this whole experience together they leave whatever later i find out that this new friend of the podcast went and went to the refill shop that day and i was like oh my yeah. god we must have just missed each other and they were like well i saw someone in there but like they looked nothing like your podcast photo And I was like, well, I'm six. We need new pictures. And I was like, well, I'm six foot tall and I had a ponytail. I don't know. I was there around 1130 and they're like, oh, it wasn't you. Come to find out. It was you. Come to find out. It was. It you. absolutely was me. And I was like, first of all, I look stunning in our podcast photos. We looked really good that I day. I look gorgeous. That was two years ago. And this Saturday I had my hair up in a big old ponytail, which I thought. Stars, they're just like us. You guys, it just, there was a moment where I said to myself. <laughs> This person just roasted the fuck out of you in the best way. Like I thought it was yeah. hilarious, but I was like, "Wow, roasted, boom, roasted, roasted. played, roasted. played myself." The we need new pictures. We do because my hair is heck along now. I just and I just norcaled the fuck out of everyone. My hair's hella maybe, long. Maybe twenty five pounds heavier than our <laughs> our photo. I okay, would say. I just nervous we've, laughed. <laughs> we've looked. Well, what didn't you say in our photo? Huh. I'm about 25 pounds heavier than I am not commenting on that. Oh, come on. It's not my business. Well, the photo is... We're catfishing, y'all. No, I'm just kidding. No, we do need a new photo because my hair is very long now and I want to show that off. So. It's such a nice picture, it's though. It's beautiful. Such a nice picture. Just want you to know you're my favorite That's a funny story, picture. though. It is. Sorry. It's not that funny. I don't do that well. Okay. Um, that is a funny story. Do we really want to get into the vandalism? Should we just like get into that and get out of it? What is there to get into? Someone reacted to something that they're passionate about in a completely uncouth, unreasonable, and damaging way, and it has an, it's ridiculous. If I was, if I, if I, <laughs> oh, well, like listen, like let's say, let's say, let's flash back to 2016. Trump just got put into office, and I'm upset about it. I'm not going to Ohio City Hall and spray painting, mm. um get trump out of office that's a decent comparison dumbest thing like listen i'm all about figuring out what you gotta do Mm -hmm. to to have something that you're passionate about pass okay 
but don't be an idiot. Find a better way to do it. I was going to say, these parents... What does the Ohio Unified School District have to do with this mandate? I was also going to say, the parents had been doing like a pretty decent job. They went to the um, Ohio School Board meeting and like multiple people spoke and like represented the community. Then they had that mask vaccine protest. And then to Rally, see... They, ra- Whatever you call it. I don't know. It's a, so it's the same, it's a protest on protest the, in Ohio. Let's call it a riot. That's what they call everything that we do. <laughs> and then like a, f- a couple days later, the graffiti happened and I was just like, okay, That's who, dumb. we Draw- don't know who did it. We don't know what happened, but I'm like, there's so many other avenues. Like call your representatives, email your representatives. Like there's so many ways to get organized. Yeah. That's not the way. It's ridiculous. And it's, it's, that's not the way. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not in agreement. I think the mask is literally the easiest way right now to have a sense of normalcy. Um, I, I think the mask works very well. I I think it works very well when, when I'm not going to get into it. Let's not get into it. But when the masks were lightening up a little bit, everybody got sick. I got COVID after so two weeks after the mask mandate was lifted i was already fully vaccinated and i got covid and i was like convinced i was like the masks work the masks work and you know what the masks only work though if we all wear them <laughs> yeah i like wearing mine it's like comfortable i was walking the other night back to my car and yeah it was kind of a long walk and it was really cold it was 9 30 at night Ooh, a chilly walk the mask is nice and i was like all by myself no one was around and i kept that bad boy on because it just was keeping my little nosy warm yeah i love my mask it's I easy love it. it's easy i love but here's what it's just such an easy way to keep your your kids safe and experience kind of a normal school they're not having an abnormal school because they're wearing a mask also it's cool for you to say like oh my kid won't die from covid but like the parent the teachers will <laughs> Right. The admin will. Right. You know, the, well, I think that I think the maintenance like, workers will. Right. Everyone who's like older will. So it's kind of like, let's try, you know, they're saying, okay, this is a totally, I've not looked into this fact. So like, do not hold me to this, but yeah. I have looked at, I, someone has been posting this around that COVID is like the number one cop killer right now. Because none of the cops, because, because something a lot like of, 53% of cops are unvaccinated. Right. I just and, read. and that's something I would dig into more, but. I was like, if that's true, that's very interesting and concerning and, and devastating. Yeah. So anywho. Well, here, here, I mean, I mean, don't fucking spray paint. Be don't. a little bit more thoughtful about and intentional about how you want to um, change, get your way, I guess. It's just, a, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's not necessary. I thought that was a shame. Okay. So I'm I really, really excited, th- I really Cody. Did. And I, and you know what? Oh. A lot of people who are anti-mask believed it was a shame as well. I think we can all agree vandalism is fucking dumb. I was going to say... Can we all come together for that? Yes. I was going to say, I think that's one thing that this community is all... We can all agree on one thing now. Don't vandalize. Don't do that. Don't fucking vandalize. You know what I just... Write a letter, make a call, don't vandalize. You're not doing... Whoever did that is like, I really really did it. This is going to be awesome. People who agree with you weren't even impressed with you. It's just rude. Right. It's really fucked up. Can I tell you something? Please. I just caught myself four times trying to change the subject because I think you know what I'm not good at is knowing when you're done. Not to be, I'm not being a dick. Yeah. I'm not being a dick at all. Yeah. But I was like, oh, he's that sentence. And then I was like, no, he's still going and I need to respect that. And then I like tried to change it again. We're and really I was like, no, a lot let, him, let him finish. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was, I'm laughing because I'll say the same word three times while in like 
you'll keep talking because I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you don't, I also feel like I got to get it in when I can get it in. Well, listen, <laughs> but I'm like, how I'm being are you rude. Supposed to, how are you, <laughs> listen, these listeners are passengers. How are you supposed to get them to the destination safely if your co-pilot refuses <laughs> to land the plane? Taking laps. You know, why don't we do a layover? Why don't we just do a layover? Do you want to do a layover in anti-mask vandalism? <laughs> no, Steph, I'm good. What I'm I, done. What I noticed is that you will want to lead into a topic and I don't understand that that's what you're trying to do. And so I skim <laughs> over it. And it's not that you're not even done. I don't even let you start. I have a whole point. So on, this is... <laughs> you just did it. Do I... <laughs> Did I do it? No. Did I do it? Did I just do it? Go ahead. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> on Puff Puff Crass, you're like, I've been playing solitaire lately. And I was like, so anyways, Princess Switch. Like, I just was like, did not even register that. I was like, I need my phone. I need to play my games. I said, I need to play my games three times. Yes. You didn't want to ask me what games. I didn't want to ask what games. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't ask if it was spider solitaire. I didn't ask. All I, you know, when you have three Vanessa Hudgens floating around in your mind, it's hard to think about anything else. It is. It's hard to like keep your point in your head. So sometimes you have to just interrupt. What were you going to say? I don't know. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you. Um. I, <laughs> We're just I had doing a funny joke. I had a funny joke in my notes. Okay. Um, because we're—I don't know how it came up, but I basically am going to start telling people that I studied the effects of marijuana rather than saying that smart. I'm a stoner. That's smart. <laughs> I'm doing a clinical you know what I mean? study. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm doing a personal study, case study. If anyone's interested, I'm doing a case study on myself. Yeah, case study. Oh, <laughs> you just spilled your booch all over you, sis. You're it's doing a well. study on that. You're just doing a study it's on that. It's going really well. I love that. What's your favorite joke? Oh, I my own joke that I wrote, and I've said it on the podcast before. Which one again? What is an elephant's favorite wine? What? Peanut Noir. You've never said that and on the podcast. That. And That's I wrote brilliant. that. And I wrote that. brilliant. I said it with Melissa High probably five. years ago. Thank you. I wrote that. It's an original. Yeah. That's the best joke that's ever been said. I love that. Peanut Noir. Peanut Noir. <laughs> I love that joke. Good job, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. What's the difference between a... Hu- this is a Cody Creighton original. Okay. What's the difference between a human head and ice cream? Oh, I don't know. I don't have ice cream in my freezer right now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> little serial killer joke. Isn't that fun? That is really fun. I love that. Congratulations. Or what's the difference between a dead body and a Maserati? Oh, I'm from Maserati in my garage. I love jokes. So we, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do with that joke. Yeah, you could you could play. You any can angle, really do it angle. all. What's the difference between a carrot and a dead body? I don't have carrots planted in my garden right now. <laughs> you can do anything you want. You can do anything you want. Amazing. What's the difference between? I don't know. I can't even think on the spot. I want to do something with life elements because I'm really excited. You gave me free life elements. I gave you some life elements because they. <laughs> Guys, this is embarrassing. It's so humiliating. I'm such a piece of shit. No, you're not. I just discovered a package that had been, it's sun soaked. It looks like like it's been out there for a month. A couple. Life Element sent me some beautiful products and whoever delivered it, the the UPS, FedEx, USPS, Amazon Prime and Dime, Postmates, Uber Eats, whoever did it, (laughs) the pigeon. Um, put it somewhere that is not near my front door. And so I didn't even notice this box. Didn't know it was there. And I now have some shower steamers to use, which I'm really excited about. Yee-hoo. I love it. I, I love their shower steamers. I use probably one a day. And That's I just, what you said. I love it. I can't wait. The eucalyptus Actually, is going to like re 
you know, vigorate my whole entire sinus situation. Well, there, and I think because life elements, I f- forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong here. I don't want to say anything that's not true, but I like to believe they're actually great for your plumbing because <laughs> they are. There's a lot of baking soda in them, and I feel like it's really good for your plumbing yeah. and these smells and flushing things away. Hundred percent. I just think it's really good for your shower, and it's like a treat. You're like in the, and you want to know the truth? What? They're called steamers, but when it was really hot, I was using those bad boys with a cold shower, and there's something just like... It was like, icy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. It felt good. It was yes. like a cold shower. Wake up, baby. It was like angels kissing all over my body. It was so tingly. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like tingly. It was like this menthol yes. with cold water. It was like, ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, ha, cha, cha, cha. Okay. Um, guess where I went yesterday? Where? To the community farmer's market oh, on Thursdays. Looks you guys, great. we really My need friend to support. Jen was there. Did you see I her? did. I ran in. We talked. Did we you said, talk to her? I gave her a big hug. Holy shit. I did my Mash duties. Up, Infinity War. I know. I love her. It's a switch. So, you guys should, are you Jen? Did you guys switch? <laughs> no. So um, the community farmer's market is being was put together by Grace, who I interviewed. She owns Poco Farms. Her husband's Dan Malloy. They are working so hard. This is a full-time job. You know, they have to organize vendors. They have to organize music. It's crazy. And it's truly for the community. I stopped going to the farmer's market on Sunday. um, And this is an awesome, awesome option. It's a different experience than any farmer's market I've ever been to. It looks like a fair. It's so fun. Go get some pizza from Wanderer. Sit in the grass. Let the breeze hit your face. Have a full Ohio moment. Watch music. Little kids are running around. It's the sweetest thing on the planet. I gotta go. Honestly. I work Thursdays usually. That's okay. If you have a Thursday off. My gig is like a Wednesday and Saturday. I've been doing split days off. Which is bogus. If you're in town, I really want everyone to support them. We're going to be like partnering with them. Haven't told Cody this yet. We're going to be, you know, letting the listeners know more about what's going on there weekly, the weekly offerings, the weekly spotlights and stuff. And so I'm really excited to like have a really awesome local focus. That's where we should do our live episode. Oh my God. Buy some strawberries and come listen to us chit chat. (laughs) And so they're amazing. They do like workshops for kids. Okay. So I, I bought something from a booth. I walk up, it's this little girl and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what's up? And what you selling? And she was like, there's classmates. She's like, I'm raising money for my classmates who can't afford to go on the Sespe wilderness trip this year. And you know, me, I was like fighting back tears because I missed a lot of trips growing up. Not necessarily. You drained your bank account that day, didn't you? I really bought a lot of stuff. No, I mean, I spent five bucks because that's what I had because I'm, you guys, whew, it's tough out here. It's but tough um, out here. I had a five dollar bill and I was like, I'm gonna spend all this here. And she was spelling, selling these really cute laminated, like inspirational quotes that she drew, like she drew herself. What quote did you get? Um, I got like four, and it was like, "Live a good life, have fun, life is an adventure," like stuff like that. It's just so cute, just little reminders, you know. I love that. And I missed out on trips growing up. Yeah. Not. Not necessarily because I, I just wasn't willing. Honestly, I was so embarrassed and like, I wasn't willing to ask my parents for that kind of money because mm. it's just so much money. And it's so much money. I had kind of an understanding of like how, what money meant and how important it was. And I don't know. I just, I really, I didn't go to proms because I didn't want to ask my parents to buy me you a fucking, went to prom? I didn't, I went to, I went to the senior prom my junior year with that group of friends. Yeah. But like, I didn't, you didn't go with the boy, but I didn't go with the boy. I didn't do the hair and makeup. I bought a dress from Macy's on the discount with my own money. Yeah. And like, I just wasn't ever willing to ask my parents, like, you have to pitch in for a limo. You have to pitch in for dinner. You have to pitch in for makeup. I wasn't willing to do any of that. Like make my parents do any of that. Yeah. 
So I just didn't. The one thing, this is so douchey. The one thing that I really like had my parents help me with was my Letterman jacket. Cute Because though. I was like a triathlete. Iconic. In high school. And yes. so I like, I don't know. That was like the one thing that I was like, mom and dad could buy me a Letterman jacket. Well, do you still have it? Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Gene has one from his high school it's days my from parents. Nordoff. They, I also, it's kind of silly. Now I'm excited about it because it's more in the style, but back then I waited too long and they only had men's sizes left. So it was like kind of big on me. And when we were Which in high school, cute it now. is now cute. That's cute. It wasn't cute Like you're cute wearing then. your boyfriends. Yeah. Like Ace says, Archie. <laughs> That's what my dad Archie said. Archie Andrews from in Riverdale. High school, in hi- yes. That's cute. In high school, my dad was like, you can pretend you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, wow. Wow. Dad. Shots fired. <laughs> I didn't go to prom either. I didn't go on like the school. I didn't go to the Catalina trip. Um, That's hot. People did that. What? They went to Catalina trip? Miners Oaks Elementary, we had a, Catal- a sixth grade Catalina trip where you'd go camping. Um, not where I do Catalina, not like the Creighton family <laughs> Catalina vacation. But see, that's why I guess I wasn't heartbroken to not go because I was like, oh, I, I go. go to Catalina every year and, and I don't have to lay in dirt. So th- go ahead. So I missed the And sign- I didn't go to the New York one in eighth grade. Oh, people went to DC. I didn't do that. We had a New York trip. That's hot. I didn't do either of my it's okay family issues both times like literally the week before so it just was wrong for me to leave yeah Uh, yeah i never really pushed the envelope that the one i really wanted to go to that i just didn't get my shit together for because there were fundraisers like you could sell chocolate or some shit i was so bad at that um was like the science camp i didn't get to go in middle school surprised you're about that you hustler well i'm bad at like i just kept losing stuff like where did i put all the chocolates i can't remember tummy (laughs) probably honestly and so when i was in high school my sister did this one time with me too you on spring break or christmas break i got to go volunteer at a kid's science camp oh cool and be a camp counselor and we did it i did it multiple times and that was kind of like my full circle moment like i don't have to pay to go i'm volunteering like i get to go and stay for a week and have free food and like it was fucking amazing like you know i'm gonna work for it yes exactly like i don't do free handouts i need to be put to work put me to work (laughs) take me to church put me to work (laughs) i love that i just yeah and i don't i don't feel like do you feel like you missed out by like i don't feel like i missed out by not going to prom no, I, I saw through it. Me for not Do you know knowing. what I mean? I saw through it. I was, was like, this is shop. We didn't have a prom. I was like, this is capitalism. Right. <laughs> Our, the chaparral, the chaparral prom was like having yard time in jail. Like, right, 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 like, right. We'll let them do something. I didn't do. I didn't go to the, my graduation ceremony. They called my name. I wasn't there. Oh, you got to walk for your fam. I didn't. My family wasn't there either. No one was there. I no was in the Rainbow Bridge deli slinging curry tofu. Nice. Yeah. No. I was trying to make a dollar. See, here's the thing is I really capitalized on a graduation moment yeah. because my parents, God bless them, would throw a part through me, a high school graduation party with a keg. Love that. And all my family came and gave me so much money that I bought a laptop I love that. and I bought an iPod and I said, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. <laughs> and then when I graduated college, same thing. Like I'm what, not. What, I, what did your iPod look like? Um, it was like one of those little skinny ones with the screen, like like the Nano. No, I I had a Nano at one point, but no, like the like you know, it's like a little rectangle. iPod Mini. Yeah. Do you remember the iPod Shuffle that literally looked like a pregnancy test? Yes, I used to have that. You Me couldn't. Too. You could just shuffle, or you could push next, and you could volume up, volume down, nothing else. Literally, it was amazing. And you would just I keep still have it. it I'll, t- you... I'll send you a picture. I that was my first iPod was the shuffle and it would plug right into the computer. We should listen to what's on mine. It's a lot of Kesha. I'm not gonna lie really? right now. There's definitely Blink 182 in it. Sublime. Mine was like a lot of the Strokes, the Bravery. Oh yeah, the Strokes are on there. 
for sure. Bob it's Marley, just like, oh, I thought oh that Bob I was Marley. Him. Yep. I thought I was that guy that yep. listened to Bob Marley. We all had a Bob Marley. You no know why? Worry because about a thing. you're like, you, like, yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. I, I get had it. the iPod Nano that you could watch movies on, and I would watch, I would buy every flavor of love episode for two dollars on itunes and download them oh my god and i would ditch class and sit in my sister's ex-boyfriend's car with sarah slaughter we would ditch our first two periods watching flavor of love on my tiny ass screen that's amazing i'm talking the size of a postage stamp yeah we're watching this shit that's awesome do you remember when you could download ringtones and send them via Bluetooth and you could set it as your ringtone? Or playback. What was your favorite ringtone that you had? There was this guy that I thought was a bugaboo. So I what did. What is that? A bugaboo. You're bugging who? You're bugging me. You're a bugaboo. Are you. That's Destiny's is that Child. A riddle? No. I've never heard that. Okay. Well, a bugaboo is someone that's like annoying and like all up oh, on your shit so thinks like you're, you're hot. No. No, thank you. So there's this bugaboo, and I would uh, I did creep by Nirvana. Um, uh, Nirvana. Loser. Who is it by? Creep, like I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Yeah, who is that Radiohead. by? I'm an idiot. No, you're not. I had to think you know, about that. I, had I was a stalling by singing while I was, while right. my library was shuffling. Sorry, and it's okay. You're just an iPod shuffle. I'm just shuffling around. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, I had that for him. So when he'd call, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" And my friend Maddie would be like, "Fucking this guy." Like always calling and Fuck I'm like, I know. Guy. So we would just let it play and we'd like giggle and like laugh at his expense while that happened. Do you remember like Jamster and it was like not the actual song, but you would like download it. It would be like, it was like, it was just like really high pitched the beats and stuff, but it was no lyrics. Oh right. It was God. like, <laughs> I just or, like, remember the it being frog, real- crazy frog. Mm. Okay. Awful. So we're at a, an hour and 16. I'm wrapping it up. What do you want to do? Like, I feel like the episode's been fire. What, what should what we do? What did we talk about? All kinds of nothing. That's why we save our notes now. We used to delete them as we went. Big trouble. I got in big trouble for oh, that. Can you, do, do you want to give a shout out to your new baby before we go? Your new, your new podcast? Oh, my God. I want to talk about a couple things about my business, if we can, if I could so do this. Yeah. First of all, I just helped launch a brand new podcast in Ventura County called Chef's Chat. I went to Disneyland with one of those women. Angelique? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, she's she was friends with Sarah. Mm-hmm. They worked together in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she's an incredible pastry chef in Ventura. And As she's, all adults, it should be noted. That's awesome. That was a complete adult Disney trip. You so did who it. am I to talk shit? You're an asshole. I felt bad after Eat saying crow. that. Can I steamroll one second? Mm-hmm. I'd like to formally apologize from our last episode, Puff Puff Crass, for talking shit about Disney adults, because in a time where things are so bleak and dark, I think that it's beautiful that you could have the nostalgic memory of Disney. And if it makes you happy to go as an adult, you can wait in line in front of me and my niece and nephews, and we will be patient. And I want you to enjoy yourself. And I see you. I respect you. And I hope you have a wonderful time. See, if you're an adult and you're going to get your willies off, I just want you all to acknowledge the capitalist machine and like you're giving so much money to like these people and it's just like i think you're a sucker it brings them joy yeah it brings me joy to go disneyland that's fine it brings them joy you know why i know that we have dedicated listeners that Mm -hmm. are disney adults and i regret saying it because i value them and i i can see why they like it because the nostalgia is there it's fun i'm happy you're going and enjoying your life but it's it's an escape from reality it's not for me it's an escape from reality that's how i feel when i go to target (laughs) <laughs> escape from reality. I'm okay. spending a lot of money. Another capitalist void. Yes. Well, that's my capitalist void. And okay. what? And, and what? what? 
and what? I love you, Isn't Gavin that and a, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is that them. a Real Housewives thing? And what? Or what? Or what? Or what? Um, okay, so any who's, Chef's Chat, we really, you really know how to take something. Derail. Derail. <laughs> We're not landing the plane ever. You won't let me land a plane to save my life. <laughs> We're on a fucking trip. Okay. Yeah, you're the guy. We're on the road trip, and we can't get her to our destination because you're like, oh, my God, there's a cute little, like, let's... <laughs> Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, I need to pee. pee again. <laughs> I do have to pee right now. No, we're about to finish the episode. No, can we pause? Because no. I want to give this the respect. Let's give this episode like 15 more. Okay. Okay. Shall we? Shall we continue? Let's let's go. Sorry about that. Okay. So, Chef's Chat. Awesome. Two peas, one episode. Last episode, no peas. Peas and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I'm, am I good to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my mic down. Go. <laughs> no. That's so mean. Well, I have to do something. <laughs> I have to take drastic measures. Okay, but you're fucking <laughs> just gonna Mike. put it down for a second. Okay, do it then. This is you taking the wheel now. Okay, do it. Okay, okay. I can't do it. Okay. okay, bye guys. Okay, so Chef's Shot is amazing. And listen to it. I don't have anything else to say anymore. Um, and then the other thing, <laughs> fucking Cody, this fucking fucking guy. Um. You can put this back up. Are you okay. uncomfortable being alone? No, I'm just saying like chef chat, listen to it. Okay. So then what are their names? Tracy and Angelique. They're Ventura County chefs and it's going to be all about like food and beverage in Ventura County. They've been chefs for like years and years and they have a lot of experience. And so they'll be talking like food, favorite, you like things in the kitchen they like to use, like tips and tricks, like everything all over Smart. the board. They're a couple of silly goobers. Like they have great personalities, great back and forth. Recipes. Um, I think they'll probably be doing some stuff like that. Reviews. They are also hosting like women in the kitchen um, events because I think women that work in food and beverage industry, especially on a line, on a kitchen line, it's just like so underrepresented and it's, you deal with a lot of shit and I think it's a great community to be a part of if you feel that way. It's kind of, it's kind of taking a piss out of the old, um, the old stereotype of women need to be in the kitchen too with the time, like <laughs> yeah. women in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. But then in a, in a commercial kitchen. Right. Where's the respect? I see that. I see what you mean. Interesting. Yeah. Right? It's, it's kind of a funny take on it. It's, it's clever. Awesome. Yeah. Well and then, um, also I have like not been really, I haven't been really knowing how to move forward with the business and really, you know, I want to like manifest a different experience with it and like take it, really seriously and like do something with it because I think I've just been playing with the idea and like I've been like hooking up with the business you know like on the side where we're like you know I have a handful of clients and we have a good groove and like for now that has been feeling fine but there's been this weird like I'm floating through time and space and I don't know I don't feel grounded in anything I'm doing roll over and look at at your business and go so what are we so what are we so what are we I'm just like I don't know what what to tell my friends about you yes exactly exactly and I think we just now we're talking a language understand yes we just decided like what if we just tried this thing what if we just tried it are you doing like an official title yeah a little bit i'm working out we're working out some kinks you know we're like we're doing we're laying some groundwork i would say for our relationship yeah and so one thing that you're tired of living in sin yeah well i'm tired of just like you know the hookup lifestyle i'm like let's just go for it if we're going if we're gonna hang out let's just go all in girl and so um an incredible friend of mine callie was like you need to come up with action items this week. And like, I've been really feeling like I need to add like another vetting, a level of vetting in my business. Uh And so I have these Google forms for new clients. And one big thing I'm like super excited and proud of is I put like a morality and values section in it. And so if they score poorly, then I won't take them on as a client. Uh And it's like, 
you know, it's a rate one to five, like importance of issues on Black Lives Matters, LGBTQI. I fucked that up probably. And, and like the climate crisis. Uh And like, if they don't find those issues, like extremely important, you know, we don't have to agree on everything, but there are, there are some fallouts. Like I just experienced with another client where I'm like, we I kind of need to know who I'm getting in bed with. You don't, you have to know who you're getting in bed with. You have to know what you are quite literally. Here's my hot take on it. You're amplifying voices here and literally and figuratively, right? And your studio is literally named after the belief you have that you want to, in any way that you can, as Stephanie James and Asa, help someone else. And why do you want to help people who don't have causes that you agree with? Not like you said, you don't have to agree with everything, but... You are amplifying voices and that's a responsibility. Yes, exactly. And I want to feel really good about the people that we partner with and be excited about it. So I want to walk the walk, talk the talk. And that's like something I've like, I'm moving through and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So there's, there's going to be more coming and I'm, I'm manifesting 20 clients next year and I need to do the back end work. You got this. So you got this. You I'm got, just putting I, it I into the space. 25. Thank you. I do. Um, okay. Amazing interview. We got to go. Interview episode. We do have to go. We love you guys so much. Please. This was a great episode. <laughs> interact with us. Let us know what's going on. Uh, what you think about all the stuff we talked about. Listen to Ojai Talk of the Town podcast by Brett Bradigan, who is the editor in chief of the OI Quarterly and the OI Magazine. We are on a recent episode. His other episodes are really fun too. Listen to Puff Puff Crass, our bonus episode this week, which is really silly. And thank you for listening to this episode. We love they listen to Chef's Chat. Also, yeah. quick, absolute shout out to 805 and Revolt. Sam, who does their editing and is one of the co-hosts, listened to the Talk of the Town podcast the day it came out and gave us feedback. And oh. that's like big love. That's and like, that's big love. He and shared that he loved, um, loves Real Housewives like I do. So I really appreciate that. So shouts to everyone. We see them like our little bro. I see them like they're our they're little, bros. little bros. And they roast us. We roast them. We love them. And they're they're going to take us down. But not if we don't take them down first. And there's a collab coming in the future. Yeah. A crossover. Oh, hi's number what, what, one what? collaboration. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Thank you.